Well, yeah, another episode of Sit Down with Slim. We got a new guest finally. Um, I know I done had all these all these crazy ass niggas on here back to back to back. <laughs> I'm gonna let you introduce yourself. Oh jeez. Okay. Well, my name is Laquita Fort. Um, I am the owner of Thick Fit Fitness um, LLC. I am what? I don't know. What else? Do you say? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just an interesting person outside yeah. of health and fitness and all that good shit. Well, first thing first, how you doing today? I'm pretty off. You good? But, I'm tired too. I had a yeah. long ass day. Yeah. I just I just went and did a shoot at uh Diamond Lakes. It was it was interesting. It was the most kids I think I've seen in like ten years. What was what was that? Uh Rallo was performing. He's a rapper. Uh, a lot of people thought he was still locked up. He just beat like What's his name? a federal charge, Rallo. I feel like I've heard this. You name probably heard the line like all rappers be like, "Sir, that dog food like Rallo." He had got locked up for selling heroin. Now he's out and he's rapping, and the kids love him. It was nothing but kids. The average age no, is like fifteen <laughs> years old. Oh, that's probably why. No <laughs> idea who this guy is, but okay. It was crazy too. Like I was noticing like generations. After generations, yeah. like I, me looking at them, it's like, damn, I remember when I was that age and I was dumb as hell and I wouldn't pick my pants up neither. So what is he rapping about, though? Stupid shit. Honestly, and how old is he if he's been, he's oh, been he, in jail? Nah, he's he's older. He's like 28. Okay. But kids love him. It's him and who else? No Cap. It's a couple more little rappers. This, okay. I but feel, kids I feel, love him. I really feel old right now. I feel like out of the loop. I have no idea who these people are. <laughs> like, That's how I make Is that you like feel. Augusta? Is that is he in Augusta or Uh uh-uh. uh. He uh he from Atlanta. Okay. Yeah, he uh he famous. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's funny it's funny too, like, man, I was up there, I felt so old and just like I felt like I had gray I'm hair. I'm trying to figure out like how can fifteen year olds relate? Like What's your content? Oh, what is his man? <laughs> he rap he about selling dope and shit and being in the streets. But okay. fifteen year olds, like this, is what I noticed today. Fifteen year olds, they're really into um just catchy stuff like beats and stuff. Oh yeah, and oh, yeah. that's the type of music they make. I mean, that's the shit we was into at fifteen. So Mm-mm. I mean, like catchy shit. So you and Jig, man, we had. So we you had, and Jig at fifteen? Uh, nah. I was I was a little a little stanky leg and shit. Like, nah, I was I was mature super. by the time I was fifteen. Oh, okay. I damn sure ain't do no Superman. <laughs> man, I remember I never I used to go to school like that when I was young. And I went to school. My homeboy used to do the morning news. Oh, and please. I I went to school. This is my first time being in school in like weeks. I go to school. I look at the TV, and there he is on the morning news doing the Superman. Superman. It's like him and all his little news crew doing it. I'm like, this shit's so lame. That but you know, back then, hilarious. it was so popular. Uh, yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Superman Man, shot. that like, shit was lame. Really, that whole era we had when we was wearing them. Um, big ass shirts. like the, Big ass clothes. But I always say, though, that's my favorite, though. The big ass shirts? Yeah, that's my favorite. Why? I don't know. I just felt like. I just felt like like that was my prime when it came to fashion. Like I had all the baby nay hoodies and all the Vizel pants that was your and shit. shit. Huh? That was my <laughs> shit. <laughs> I was good. That was you my shit. You said that you wouldn't go back to it if that's your shit. Like I don't know. 
Hell nah, when I be looking at them pictures, I was like, I look stupid as hell. Exactly, but you felt like you was in your prime. (laughs) I had some nice shit, though. If you gave me that shit right now, honestly, if you you gave me all those clothes right now, I could fit them. Because all my clothes back then was 36s and 38s, and I probably was like a... Small as hell. Like a 26. That's crazy. When I was... um. When I was in ninth grade, I think I was 5'10". I probably weighed like 125, 130 pounds. I was Jeez. skinny as hell. Did you play sports? Uh-uh. Like I stopped playing sports. Just... I moved I moved here in eighth grade. So where are you from? Nowhere. I'm a military brat. Uh-oh. i just been all kind of places. My dad yeah, from what? Virginia. My mom from uh, Louisiana. So where were you born? I was born in Fort Polk, Louisiana. Military base and just yes. went military base, military base. I was born on a military base. I was born in Fort Leavenworth, uh, Kansas. It's yeah, a yeah, yeah, military yeah. prison, the base. Yeah. And then we moved all around. We moved to like Alaska, and then like my dad's mom got sick. So we've been in Georgia. I said I say Thompson is my hometown. So oh, okay. we've been in Georgia since. How was Alaska? I don't know. I was about two, three. So. <laughs> <laughs> You know, we're from the South. And we, ain't, we ain't never left the South. We think Alaska is like the movies and it's stuff, like, like 28 days a night. <laughs> I don't know. It might be. I don't know. I was like two or three. So yeah. when we moved from there, we came to Georgia. My mom's from Thompson, but my dad's from Chicago. So mm-hmm. my dad was like, he he want to raise his kids in the city um, as far as all that good stuff. So we stayed in country at Thompson. It's my city, though. <laughs> What's the uh, best place you lived in before? Um, as a kid or as an adult, like it don't matter. Or just anywhere. Anywhere. Uh, well, I live in Atlanta now, so I would say Atlanta. Atlanta, I hate Atlanta with a passion. You gotta find like the little pockets, man. Atlanta, cool. Like it's really just uh, multiple cities within a city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's See, it. Like, that's what I like about Atlanta. But it's so much shit I hate about Atlanta. I could literally list them over and over. But you can't over. control that shit. Like, you don't put yourself in a situation. Like, for me, um, I stay in a few, just a few areas. I ain't finna go all over Atlanta just exploring shit. Like, um, if I'm in a place, I'm there for a purpose. So I know somebody in that area or I'm not just finna randomly. The biggest things I hate about Atlanta, number one would be how expensive everything is. Because when I lived there, I feel like I had to spend at least $100 every time I left the house. Number two, I hate how everybody feel like they got to show off and flash shit. I can't stand that shit. Yeah, but you stick out as far, especially for me. um, Like, you just, you stick out as different, though, when you're not trying to be that. Like, what make you, what what make you so, I can curse. Right? Yeah, you can oh. curse. Oh, yeah, you can oh, You ain't know that because my ass off. <laughs> I uh, Nah, you just don't um, put yourself in in those situations. So, as far as, like, just not sticking out, people expect, especially with my body type, people expect me to just be some a certain type of way mm-hmm. um, as far as just even down to acting. Like, like I'm very in the gym. I'm very not girly. Yeah. Um, so they expect you to like care about certain shit. I don't know. You just stick out. It's different when you just yourself. Like when you just genuine with shit, people yeah. notice it and people fuck with it. If they don't, then they it's something within them that they don't really fuck with. It, so man, I say shit like that all the time. Like I'd be like, you know, all I really want from people is just them to be themselves. That's it. But you know what I notice after I, like 
when I first started saying that, that? like you don't have to accept somebody just because they you themselves. You know, that's a whole <laughs> ass choice. Like, and I that's get... what I'm saying about Atlanta. They be weird as hell. Oh, that's on them because I ain't fucking with the world. Uh, <laughs> like, nah, I got people around me that that I know are solid. Like, and the people that they around, I know that not they're not gonna be around nobody that ain't. So, the the places that I go and the people that I'm around, I trust enough. Um. And then I run anybody I meet in Atlanta. I run them by. I'm like, you know this nigga. Like, yeah. This nigga a little iffy right here. <laughs> I done met plenty of them. Trust me. Like, they're they're weird. They're man. So let's go ahead and jump to this health and uh health and wellness topic. I've been wanting to talk about this for months too, cause I actually been battling with it also, and that's why when I seen you on Maine's podcast, mm-hmm. I was like, dang, this is interesting. Then like I had followed you right then and there when I seen him on live before he even put the podcast out, and I was scrolling through your pictures, and I was like, damn, she lost a lot of weight. She looked yeah. real good, and um, that's when I was like at my peak when it came to fitness. Like I had went from I had got real fat. I was a real was sloppy. This was like, at the beginning of the year. Yeah. But I was I was straight then. I had went from like a real sloppy two forty five, yeah. and I had got down to like a real a real nasty uh one eighty five. Then I jumped back up to one ninety five though, because I was way too skinny. But what do you mean? like, what were you doing? Uh, I was doing too much running, way too much yeah. running. Yeah. I was running like seven and eight miles a day for no reason. Stupid, yeah. <laughs> especially if you're for not no trying reason. to. You do it well. I ain't gonna say it's stupid. It's not stupid. Um, you I do it, it because stupid. you realize that you can. Like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, I, I really may. You may not like the actual act of it, but you're like, oh, I can run seven eight miles. I'm good at this shit. Yeah, I thought it was fun. Yeah, <laughs> no, nah, you just losing weight. Man. And then, and then I wasn't eating enough. Like at first, I was eating like three thousand calories a day. I was good. Then I had chopped down, and somebody was like, "Yeah, man, you should." Uh, you should do this low carb diet. You should eat under a uh, hundred grams of, of carbs. But I'm Did still doing all this crazy ass running. Uh, I don't. We were just talking, <laughs> just, and they were like, "Man, you should try that shit, man. That should have worked for you. You'll lose so much weight." Yeah, I lost weight. All right, I lost way too much. Goddamn weight. That's what I'm saying. Like, you really just gotta know what your goal is, um, and then talk to somebody with some sense. Because every, I mean. It just depends on what you want to do. Like, if you wanted to lose weight, no man really wants to just lose weight without building muscle. Yeah. So, you're going to have to add that weight training. Yeah. And them carbs is important. Carbs That's where are, I really fucked up yeah. at. <laughs> carbs are definitely important. Like, especially if you're trying to lose or build. Like, either way. What, um, what um weight did you start out at? So, my highest... Uh, weight when I started. After I had my daughter, um, was three seventy. I was three hundred and seventy pounds. So yeah. Uh I gained almost a hundred uh when I got pregnant with my daughter. I was like twenty one at Augusta State. I got pregnant and of course at twenty one I'm looking at all these celebrities and I'm like, okay, they they just snap back when they got pregnant. Yeah. When I tell you I ate a kicking chicken meal Every day of my pregnancy, Zaxby's? literally Zaxby's, literally every day of my pre- or I would go. Well, I would always eat the kicking chicken meal, but I would also go to Wingstop uh-huh. and just eat and just like, oh, she eat for two. We'll buy you. Oh, you this like one. chicken? I did. I, li- <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. I used to, um, but I think that was just what I was craving. And then, and amongst other shit, like of course I mean random stuff as far as like ice cream but nothing of 
substance. Because, yeah. of course, in the black community, we had this thing where, oh, she eat for two. She can eat. Like, no. Yeah. No, she's not. Like, so gained 100 pounds, had my daughter in, like, 2012. But I was also in school. So I took a semester off. But I was in school for kinesiology, exercise science. I just always been interested in the body. Like, that shit just fascinate me at how you can manipulate stuff. So I went and I felt like I couldn't tell people even though I had the knowledge of what you're supposed to do to lose weight, X, Y, and Z, or the knowledge of how to change your body, I felt like I couldn't tell nobody nothing I wasn't doing. Mm-hmm. So at that point, because I've always been an athlete, I've always played sports, that was my highest weight, and it was just like, bro, this ain't me. Like, I got to be able to move, stick yeah. and move, shake some shit. So I went on this little journey. Went on I, my first, I think I would, it was 2000. 13 January 2nd of 2013 and then I put it on Facebook and I was just like I'm going on this year-long journey uh to lose 40 pounds and it was really I put it on Facebook because I was like if I tell these people I'm losing 40 pounds I gotta lose goddamn 40 pounds I don't know how if I tell myself (laughs) I'm like that's all right but if I tell these people on Facebook that I'm trying to lose 40 pounds within a year and allowing them to follow me and I'm not a I'm not a big social media person as far as like I post pictures and things of that nature but people being in my business I never was that person so mm-hmm. I knew if I put it up that I would somewhat follow through with my word uh, and if I didn't then they'll see that shit too and then they just turned into a lifestyle like me figuring out like especially with me being in school I feel like that gave me a leg up as far as like losing the weight, because I knew what to do. It was just implementing that shit was the hard thing, you know. Yeah. So um, was that happy weight or like was you stressed? Because most of the time when people tell me like like when people tell me like they was at a certain weight, yeah. it's always man I was stressed. I just was like man fuck it. Yeah man. Um. Well, it the weight came from my pregnancy. Um, but then I was stressed, like, with, as far as just within the pregnancy itself. I had mm-hmm. gone on bed rest a couple of times. They put me on bed rest a few times during my pregnancy. Cause, so I wasn't able to move and go to class and just walk anyway. So I think that added to it. Um, but, yeah, that shit was stressful. Like, Starting out, how did you, like, work out? Did you start out slow or did you try to just go intense with it? I tried to go intense because naturally I'm an athlete. Like, I've been conditioned. I'm like, yeah, 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 I can go run on damn track. Man, what you mean? <laughs> so, nah, I tried to run. I fell. Uh, I For fell. real? The first time I tried to run on the treadmill, I fell off. Like, and at that point, I was embarrassed. But it was just like, bro, either I'm going to hurt to get up. Like, the thing that made me, like, really just full-fledged going to it. I was sitting on the couch one day. Um, my daughter had to be, like, four or five pounds. Like, four or five months. Um, and she was crying. So I'm like, okay, let me go feed, uh, get her a bottle. Mm-hmm. I got up off the couch and it was like the worst pain of my life. It was just like somebody took knives and stabbed me in my knees and I f- fell back down. So I was like, oh, fuck no. Nah. Oh, hell no. Nah. Like, I don't know what this is, but this shit got to go. I don't give a damn how, when, where, but this shit ain't, it's not me. Not necessarily 
being that big, but just having these pains and not being able to move and like I'm not finna hurt the lips. Like this shit can't happen. Yeah. So so how was your confidence at that time when you was at that weight oh it was low as fuck for real it was like that was the biggest i had ever been in my life so i've always like how i look now is how i looked in high school Mm -hmm. my my ass might be a little bit but how i look now is how (laughs) i look at so so i was always used to having that attention and now, in my mind, because I've gained all this weight, and ain't nobody gonna look at me. Don't nobody want me because I'm I'm this big. So my confidence was like super low. Like I went through. So I talk about it a lot online. As far as like I went through like a severe depression, mm-hmm. anxiety issues. Is like, that what made depression. you like uh, lose all the weight to try to get over that? Uh, I mean that was a that was a part of it, but. I really just didn't like how I felt. Like, even to this day now, now I, I know I know what works for me. So yeah. I can go out here. I ate two pieces of pizza this morning. Like yeah. I can go out here. <laughs> I can go out here and eat two pieces of pizza and still be able to run five miles. Like I know what works for me, but at the same time, I don't know the fuck. I lost my point. Shit. Nah, I'm I lost with my you. Goddamn point. <laughs> The confidence thing is crazy, though, because I seen this girl online recently, and, like, she gained a lot of weight. She got real big, but she's mm-hmm. posting, like, she's posting, like, bikini pictures and all kind of shit. And I'm like, dang, Sean, like, your confidence is crazy. Like, she's big now? Yeah, but she used to be small. I mean. I'll show it, you a picture. I'm not going to post it on, on the video, yeah, but I'll show you a picture. This confidence is crazy, though. Yeah, I mean. You got to love yourself. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, it works. You know, I think sometimes that confidence thing is, is key to life, man. Like, I feel like I had to fake that confidence to get to get where I'm at today. Like, I'm able to walk in a room and just be like, all right, if you fuck with who you if you fuck with Q, then it is yeah. what it is. If not, then okay. But I had to get there because then I just wanted to be accepted. Mm-hmm. So. Especially when it came to, it was really when it came to men and shit. Like, I was so used to having that attention and men being like, oh my God, God damn, she looks fine. So I wanted that back. But in the midst of that, it was just like, all right, well, I'll deal with this dude that he gonna play on. He playing, I know he playing on my confidence. I know that he fucking with me because I pretty much fuck with somebody, anybody at this point. Um, so I really just had to fake that confidence. Like, all right, but you that bitch. Like, you all right. <laughs> <laughs> you good. And I ain't believe that shit. So it, it really did turn into, like, a, it turned into this. But at first, it was just like. Do men really do that, though? Hell, do they try to, like, prey on bigger girls because they feel like they're insecure and they can do whatever to them? Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah, niggas do this shit all the time. Like. And I see it when you in it, especially as a plus size woman, you may, I'm not going to, I can't speak for all plus size women from, but from my perspective, like when you're in it and when I was that big, I would tell myself like, man, these bitches ain't fucking with you. What you mean? Yeah. But at the same time, like, yeah, they kind of fucking with you a little bit. Like, so it, it just depends on the person. I don't like speaking for, for everybody, but for me, it was just like, 
Man, I, I tell people all the time though, like, um, the the image of the big girl yeah. has changed. Like when we was young, we was like, dang man, that's a big girl. You know, she got low self esteem. She nasty. She might smell a little funny. Nowadays, <laughs> the big girls winning. Like they, they be clean. Yeah. They got they got the high confidence. It's no longer like the last job. person they in the club. Money. They yeah. got food for you. That's like, what I'm saying. It's not. It's you. not like the last person in the club no more. That's <laughs> real. Like now, it's more so the first person. Like ah, you look skinny, bitch. Don't nobody want this shit. Yeah, like, yeah, man. And it's it's crazy now because I'm in a phase where, or I'm in a size where in the in the south, I'm thick, but I'm in a ratio where I'm not. The extreme plus size anymore, but I'm mm-hmm. not, I'm also not small, so it's just like I don't really fit in. Into I don't really understand that plus size thing because I seen that like uh, when I first uh, got on your social media yeah. and and I seen plus size, I was like, she don't look plus size to me though. But, but I don't know what plus size is. <laughs> so uh, plus size starts at a size twelve, twelve to whatever damn size. For real. Yes. See, I ain't know. I don't. I yeah, don't know about sizes, but well, I guess in, in fashion it starts at like a size ten. Like I don't know if you know Ashley Graham. She's uh-uh. in the South. She'll just be a tall, stallion, thick ass girl. But in the media, she plus size because she's a size ten. A ten. A ten. Like. And that's plus size. That's plus size. That I shit stop, is crazy. I have to get like my pants and stuff from plus size stores. It's always gonna. It's always too big in the waist, but I always have to get my pants from my my thigh big as hell. Like you yeah. have to get stuff that fits you. So you know, that's where it started. But we also had different bills because, um, you know, like Europeans, they're real small, and a, sure. a lot of those clothes are made by Europeans. Yeah, just like just they like don't pants. make. Yeah, I can't wear pants for some reason. They don't make clothes past a thirty-eight for men, and I think that shit is a crazy. 38? It's a thirty-eight. Well, them niggas might know something. Like, yeah. I don't know. A 38 ain't really that big. <coughs> I think it's, I'm a 34, 36. A 38, I've been a 38 before. A 38 ain't that big. A 38 is, I think I wore a 38 when I was like, a, when, when I was like 230. I'm trying to think. Do I know anybody that's like a 40? Oh, I know a lot of people. I, I know a lot of people that's 42s and 44s, really? but they wear like 38s. <laughs> oh. Oh, that's a problem. <laughs> that's a problem. They yeah. might need to get that shit changed. I don't know who who thinks that's cool. As far as like our age group or older, like, mm, bro, that shit ain't cool. Like, let them have that. Well, let me not judge people on their style. Whatever works for you. Nah, this works um, for you. This this skinny jeans with the with the pants sagging area. I can't wait till this shit. Yeah, that shit is. It's weird. Not my cup of tea, but you know, it's somebody. somebody that's what I was. Weird. That's what I was looking at at that show today. I was like, I can't wait till these young niggas get over this shit. This like, shit aggravating yeah. as hell. Well, I mean, it's some grown people too, so yeah, like but... super grown. I know. I have seen, especially in Atlanta, I've seen older men, forties, fifties, with these. Not the. I I can I can see like the not the dad fit. I hate saying dad fit like. Regular fit Levi jeans, but mm-hmm. them skinny jeans like you fifty, bruh. <laughs> bruh. And sugar daddy status. If you yeah. ever see a man over fifty with some skinny jeans, he's sugar daddy. <laughs> <laughs> he trying to fit in with the he times to get him a young chick. He trying to get her. 
He probably got a few. They probably bought him the pants. That shit's crazy. I think I think some people be going through midlife crises though. I think that's what it be. Yeah, cause you you realize I feel like I'm going through that shit now. Like I I have no idea who Rollo is. Like <laughs> <laughs> you could call that a quarter life crisis. True. Like I have no idea. Um, yeah. But I guess even when you have kids, I have a daughter, a seven year old. So the stuff like. That they be talking about what she be listening to, especially like in, in this digital era. Yeah, I'm like, okay, I'm I'm out of it. It's this game today. Matter of fact, you know how old people are always calling face space. You got you know you got Facebook. What is it? And you know they always yeah. calling the wrong name. They have this game. I want to say it's Roblox or Roblox. I have no idea. I have no. It's it's some popular game with the kids. I mean, and they I kept saying the name wrong. I'm like. Mama, I'm like, listen, y'all got <laughs> get the shit off your phone. But you know, that's what's supposed to be better about our generation versus our parents' generation. We're what? supposed to be the ones that's able to evolve and relate to the kids. Listen, apparently I'm evolving too slow because <laughs> <laughs> it's not working. Like, I'm really like, I'm from You be the calling it lookbook? If that's what comes up, gonna come out. Like I'm from the, I'm really from the country, so I enjoy like just chilling, laying back. I don't be with that raw stuff or like into social media that much. So it's just be like, alright. But how are you with social media? Do you get on social media every day? Because you know a lot of people are addicted to social media nowadays. I would say, like even now, I'm going through a phase as far as like with thick fit where this. uh at the beginning of 2019, I said this is like going to be my year of implementation. So everything over the past two years that I've been like, as far as like the motivational speakers, the podcasters, stuff that I've been hearing and that I feel like can be useful in my life is my time to implement this shit. Like I can listen to motivational shit all day, but it ain't motivating shit for me if, yeah. I ain't, if I'm not utilizing that information. So I deem like this year is my year of implementation. So I've tried to stay off like social media as far as like posting. I haven't really been accepting a lot of clients. So it's just like, all right, let me do the work. Let me grind. Let me be out here. But as far as for promotion for your business, you don't think social media is important? Yeah, but I feel like it's more important. Like for the past two years, I feel like with Thick Fit, it's been like my journey, people following me, and, and now it's it's bigger than me. It's not it's not about queer the plus size person. Like now, I really want people to learn how to be healthy. Like I really want you. It's shit easy as hell. Like I literally can't mm-hmm. can't. It's just choices. Like when you when you put the accountability on yourself outside of anything outside of you, you can't control it. But you can control yourself. So yeah. you have a choice to live a certain way. You can make an excuse. Like, I want the Popeye's chicken. <laughs> I want that shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I want the sandwich chicken. Like, I want the sandwich. I want to taste it. It should look juicy as hell. Yeah. Look good. I still like. It's good, too. I ain't going to say a lot to you. Uh, I ain't going to lie. Like, when was yesterday? Before I left Atlanta, I was like, all right, I'm going to get it today. Then I went. It was a 30-minute wait. I was I, Well, I waited 30 minutes in the drive through line. And when I got to the intercom, what they went no drive through person. Like they weren't using the drive through. I'm like, I literally just sat in this damn line yeah. for thirty minutes 
to not for for them to say come inside. I was like, oh hell no. Nah. <laughs> oh hell no. Nah. Queen, you this Man, is not the what one life up is. here they had the police directing traffic. Yeah, that shit's stupid. Like that's crazy. Over a sandwich. All right, but let that, me tell you the truth. I'm not a sandwich eater, eater like that, but that sandwich it ain't that goddamn good to be goddamn making circles around Popeyes. But that's that tells it's you good, the power though. of social media though. Yeah. Like really they just got probably because that shit been out for what a month it's been it's been out a little bit longer than that because i remember um when was that so you're a popeye's connoisseur oh like, yeah for oh, sure okay. yeah that's actually I, how me and man connected real real yeah, close they, yeah they, he'll, they, he'll popeye's either too <laughs> popeye's and pepsi drinking like, yeah the first podcast we ever did i pulled up and he was eating Popeyes. He was like, "You want some? I ain't even gonna flex. I wanted something like a motherfucker." What but you I was no? like, "Yeah, I was like, nah, nah, that's not a real nigga move." Like, nah, because I just, <laughs> uh, nah, I don't, I don't want to be that nigga. Like, yeah, bro, I, I do want to eat all your goddamn food. Don't offer if you don't want. Like, nah. and he ain't gonna eat all of it. But me, me and man got a funny ass relationship though, because, um. I think I think he 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 eats and drinks a lot of soda. Like every time I see him, way too much. Yeah, and he thinks I drink so I drink a lot, <laughs> but I do Touché. be drinking. I was about to say, Touché. if you see somebody doing a certain thing every time you see them, then yeah, like that's you. Yeah, that's just you. It is what it is, though. But Popeyes is a goat, though. That's why. Um, I guess even when I was on my health tip, I was still eating Popeyes once a week. And everybody but was you, asking me but that. you can eat any, I feel like, you can eat anything in moderation. It's just, it goes back to that, those choices. Like, you have to understand that you can't eat that shit every day. Yeah. Like, if you, if you have a specific goal, like. I think, really, I think Popeye's once a week is too much, too. Why is that? What you eat? You Man. eat a bucket? Like, what you do? <laughs> oh, when I go to Popeye's, I go in. I'm, you know, I'm going to get You do me, not get that many pieces. Like, Man, you can't I'm get gonna that get, I'm going to get the two-piece platter. With the French fries, the red beans and rice, and then I'm gonna get some shrimp on the side. So you you got a five course meal at Popeyes? Yeah, <laughs> Popeyes just so fat, old man. I don't know. I guess. Like. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like you can't eat that once a week. Yeah, I mean, you can, yeah, you can, but you shouldn't though. I mean, if you know what it does to yeah. your body, as far as as far as for longevity. Listen, if you eat that once a week, listen, I'm not even the one to tell you to go eat this shit, but if you eat it once a week and understanding like you don't eat that way around it, so you eat well enough for your body during the week, so you eat lighter uh, fruits, veggies, all that yeah. good stuff. Yeah, you eat, I eat that shit. <laughs> <laughs> so how's your diet? Uh, well, now I'm like in a maintenance state, so I don't really, I'm just more cognizant of what I eat. Like I've always, I just feel like I eat lighter cause I move so much during the day. Mm-hmm. So I eat lighter as far as just like, I eat a lot of veggie wraps. I don't eat a lot of meat just cause it's heavy and it makes me, it makes me feel heavy. So if I do eat meat, it may be like once or twice a week, but that's just what works for me, you know? Yeah, that's kind of what got me like on the health tip because I was I was doing a lot of stuff and when I overeat I'd be tired as hell. Yeah, you can't really look like when people come into the restaurant, my family's restaurant, uh, Big T's restaurant. Mm-hmm. Uh, when people come in there, it's it's fried food, it's southern fried food, it's seafood. So we do grill it, but of course people come in there for fried fish, fried whatever, uh, scallops, all that good stuff. 
So when they, it's a lot of food. We give them a lot of food. So when they leave, they're like tired, lethargic, like, oh, I got to go home. I'm going to go lay down. Yeah. And I hate that feeling. I just don't like that feeling. Like, I literally eat this way because it just makes me feel better. Like. I'm with you on that because, like, it's crazy when you're down or you're just depressed a little bit or you're bothered by something, you want that feeling. Yeah. But on the everyday when you're moving around, nah, it's hard it. to it's it's just hard to go through the day with that feeling. Yeah, nah, it's not it's not even worth it at a certain point. Like yeah, like the taste is staying in your mouth. You really eat it for taste. Like yeah. and that taste gonna stay in your mouth for twenty seconds. Mm-hmm. Like and I put it in the perspective of is this twenty seconds, like is it worth it? Now, if it is, goddamn, I'm finna eat. Like, if I want this Big Mac, damn it, I want, I'm gonna eat this Big Mac. But I know that I can't do that every day. So, do you like pasta? Oh, that's my shit. <laughs> Man, I swear, spaghetti is my favorite food. Look, like, literally ever. Whenever I'm talking to a female and she's trying to snap into shape, I hate yeah. when people say snap into shape, <laughs> but she's trying to snap into shape. I swear to. The main thing I tell them is, dog, you eat like a thousand goddamn grams of carbs a day, and it's mainly yeah. that damn pasta. Pasta and bread. I hate pasta too. I love that shit. Like when I tell you, I can eat spaghetti. Why do women every love day? pasta so much? And that I hate spaghetti. Oh shit! I can eat that, um, that and French fries. I like French fries. Spaghetti too. and French fries. If that could be my diet every day, spaghetti, French fries, and candy corn. If that could be my diet for the rest of my life, I'm sick. Like, candy corn. They say us people that like candy corn are serial killers. <laughs> <laughs> I like candy corn too. I love that shit. <laughs> Don't that shit taste good? That shit is amazing. Like, Why everybody think candy corn is I never met nobody nasty. that like candy corn. I don't know. And I have no idea why I like it so much, but I'm like, Oh, I love candy corn too. I, you know, you get the big the bag. ass bag, this like poke my a get- hole at the top, and yeah. I just keep pulling them out the bag one I by one. I buy one, like once a day. Every time, like, they bring it out in uh-huh. October, at least once a day. A whole bag. I fold with the candy corn, too. I, I I'm weird corn. about it, though. I only eat one at a time, and when I eat it, I eat the white part first and the orange part. Nobody <laughs> <laughs> got time for that. <laughs> oh, I, I'm going to be honest. I'm weird now, as hell. That's serial killer shit. Like, <laughs> Man, I do some weird shit. Just like with French fries, I'm only going to eat one French fry at a time, and I'm going to put ketchup on, on oh, each fry. Each yeah, oh, with the yeah. pack. I gotta have a I gotta have the packages. I can't have like no big ass thing of ketchup. It gotta guy. be the pack and I put it on there one at a time. Somebody I ain't somebody I ain't God, seen geez. in years randomly hit me up on Instagram and was like, Do you still put ketchup on your <laughs> oh, fries one. one at a time? Nah, G. I mean if I had the time, like I'd do that type of stuff, but listen, however it get in, it's gonna fit in, so you know. Candy corn good though. You making me want some right now. Listen, they they coming out with it. So oh, it. but answer me though. What? Why do women love uh pasta so much? I have no idea. Like, I think it's a carb thing. Like women just like it, it, breads. They women just do love like it. breads. Uh, it might be. I have no idea. I I've noticed that like a most women's issue is always car- it's always gonna be carbs. But it's just in how you utilize it. So for me, I know that I can't eat no damn pasta at 8 o'clock at night. Yeah. That's just stupid on my part. Whereas uh, my client I just showed you, like, she can eat pasta. She need to eat pasta because she's trying to gain weight. She's 95 pounds. So she's trying to gain weight. She needs to eat those heavier carbs um, to sustain that. But 
I don't know. That shit just good to me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I hate pasta I can eat so marinara much. sauce with anything. And then you talking about that tired feeling you get after eating? That pasta give you that tired ass feeling. I hate that shit. I can eat that shit all day. So for me, one thing I've done with pasta is, like I realize I'm, I'll never stop eating that shit. Never. I don't mm-hmm. care how ain't healthy it is or, or whatever it is. So for me, with pasta, I'll use with, I'll either do like zucchini noodles. Um, I love zucchini noodles. I love that shit too. Um, yeah. And then, so if I do use meat, I'll use like turkey or even the vegan crumbles. Or I'll use, uh, I'll make a veggie pasta where I do like stir fried vegetables. Mm-hmm. Still use the marinara sauce, but I do use like vegetables instead of meat. So, uh, you said the vegan crumbles. I had vegan crumbles before, and it was real good. I didn't know Excuse I was going to like it so much. Yeah. Have you ever considered a vegan diet? I went on a vegan diet. I think the vegan diet that I went on, it was like 2017, was it? I want to say 2017, I did. I went vegan for a month because I couldn't figure out, like, dang, I'm exercising every day. This is still when I'm in, like, my journey of trying to lose weight. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm losing weight, but then I'll gain maybe 10, I'll lose 15, gain eight back or whatever. So it was like a yo-yo for me. And I was uh, talking to one of my friends, uh mentor, and he was just like, Q, you need to uh, try this vegan diet. And I was like, nigga, I'm from the South. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm not, what? But he was like, yeah, you really need to uh, just eliminate all these things from your body or at least try it. So I tried it for a month. I lost 20 pounds that month. But I also realized that my body just does better without me. Like, I just feel better without it. So, I, I switched it up. I was like, so I'm going to do a limited meat diet instead of no meat diet because I'm still from time. So, what, do you feel like you you strictly eat meat for the taste if you feel like your body does better without meat? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if, if it would be specifically for the taste, but like if I just want it, like or if I just I'm a, I love condiments. So whether it be a piece of meat yeah, or a piece me of bread, I just want to dip that shit. In. It used like, to be this. <laughs> it used to be these YouTubers. I forgot that. Oh, now something we feast or something feast on YouTube, and their slogan was Sauce Boss. This is before the McBangs or whatever the hell they called. Uh-huh. They used to dump everything in sauce. They used to make these crazy-ass, wild-ass videos. I'm going to find that shit when we get done. Yeah, but they used to dump everything in that sauce. That sounds like my, I love condiments. Yeah, so, that's what I like, whether too. Whether it be bread, meat, I don't give a damn what it is. As long as something's some going in there. So, I don't know. I just, whenever I want the meat, um, I'll eat it. But it's not that deep. I thought about a, a vegan diet before. And then I just, I don't know, I thought about it, like, for a long time. Then I just came up with it and was like, I don't think there's no point of me not eating meat. I just don't see the point. Like, I'm a meat and vegetable uh, type person. Like, as long as as I got a meat and a vegetable, I'm perfectly fine. Like, I literally could eat a steak and greens every day. I'm just good. I don't know. But how does that make you feel, though? Like It made me feel fine. Like, as long as I'm working out every know, day. I was about to say, well, yeah, as long as you exercise yeah. with it. Then that's oh, but let's be clear. I should have I should have started out saying oh, this. Geez. I haven't consistently worked out in months. It's probably been since. January. 
Nah, it's probably yeah, yeah, about February, March. Because this year right here, I've been going in yeah. trying to get all this off the ground, I and I stopped. I stopped working out. I start eating like shit. I probably I know for a fact I done ate fast food, not every day. I probably skipped like five or six days. I done ate fast food like almost every day though this year. Yeah, that's hot. I mean, it happened fast too. It, it you find yourself one day like all right, I'm gonna go to the gym tomorrow. That tomorrow never come. But yeah. I mean, I think just just making it not even necessarily now. If you're just trying to implement that within your life, as far as like going to the gym, uh, just feeling better, then do that. Don't don't necessarily put put like a end go on it right now. As far as like, oh, I want to lose twenty pounds. Like, nah, just be like, oh, I want to feel better. I'm gonna go walk, go to the gym, or do something other than whatever you're doing now. Um, what keeps you motivated and disciplined though when it comes to your healthy lifestyle? Um, aside from I just love this shit. Like yeah. I, I literally I say <laughs> I, I equate it to, um, just it, people musicians being in, in a studio. Like you wouldn't ask a musician to leave a studio. Like I love yeah. this shit. I really do love being in the gym. But it's also like giving my daughter, um those tools to not be where I was at 23 or 24. So just learning, learning what I can to better my life, to better her. Like I recently, uh, did a shoot for someone they were doing, uh, I don't even know what it's called. You know, the little, like the little bodybuilding, like, uh, showcase competition type things. Yeah. Yeah, they was doing something like that, and there was so many people there that was like fifty and sixty plus, and was yeah. just in crazy shape. They look crazy, man. Yeah. I was I was inspired like a motherfucker though, because I was just looking at them and I was like, man, a lot of people don't understand how much how much discipline Dedic- and dedication listen, that dedication. shit takes. Like you have to be on a schedule, and people think it's it's like hey, all about the looks part, but I'm like, you don't understand like the it's discipline. It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle, but the discipline, and that goes back to that self-accountability, like the discipline you have to have to look this certain way, like for your muscles to look this certain way on uh-huh. stage. Like, nah, this shit is like, for me, it's like art. Um, but for most people, most like the average everyday person, that is fitness. Mm-hmm. Like that shit, that, most people that are in the fitness profession ain't that like yeah. So, <laughs> like nah, for me it's more about just just how does health and fitness fit into your realm? Yeah. If you got an hour to sit down and, and you know what's going on on loving hip hop and you know what's going on on Instagram, like bro, you got an hour to better yourself, and literally like that hour is gonna better your life. Mm-hmm. So it's choices like perspective yeah. i think it, it just comes down to perspective like any whatever energy you put into working out if you go into the gym like oh my god i don't want to do this shit like you're gonna see that in your result like mm-hmm. i don't really want to be here but i'm gonna do it like no nah, just do that shit because you know you have to like you go to work because you got to like you know you go to work to pay bills okay go to the gym to feel better like it's just yeah, that shit takes so much dedication, though. This, most people, most people, not even consistent about taking showers every day. That's real. <laughs> that's real. As grown ass people, that's real though. They won't even take showers every day, 
And then it's funny too because um when I was at that show and I was looking at that, I actually left the show and was talking to somebody about it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, man, that shit just so crazy how people can just, you know. And a couple people that was there, I could tell, like, like they were bigger before that. And yeah. they snapped in the shape. I said uh-huh. that shit again. But they snapped in the Snap shape. Back. I think yeah. you say that. Like, yeah. yeah. I'm, I should have coined that, that shit or something. <laughs> but they snapped back um, for that show. Yeah. And I was like, damn. That shit crazy, like, you know, it, it takes so much discipline. I was telling somebody about it, and they were like, well, I mean, they only, they ain't even been doing it a year, so, like, do it count? I'm like, man, look, it don't matter how long you do something. 30 days, like, yeah. nah, that shit, it, it counts, man. Like, I don't know, people see, I don't really have time for, like, excuses. Yeah. Because most of the stuff that we put in, in the way is just bullshit, like. Oh, I ain't got time. I got to go do X, Y, and Z, or I don't have time. If you have time to sit down, and sometimes you're going to sacrifice time. You got to sacrifice time to get to a place where I don't woke up at three and four. I don't want to be up at three. I'm not a morning person (laughs) at all. That's crazy. But at the same time, it's just like at some point, you sacrificing something. You either going to sacrifice that time now, or you're going to sacrifice it later in doctor's offices and making appointments now you got to take off work because you got to go to the doctor because you sick whereas you can take that time at five in the morning get your ass up and go to the gym mm-hmm. not even necessarily go to the gym you can do that shit at your house like just be active some type of way to prevent being in a in a fucking doctor's office so what's something you tell your clients to keep them motivated like Whenever they're still oh, on the edge on how they want to be. With them. Like, hey, <laughs> like, what's your issue? All right. What What is your issue? Here's your issue. I'm going to give you one minute to complain about it. You're going to give me nine minutes of solution. Because all that complaining, cool. I get it. Your life is in shambles. What we going to do about it so you don't feel this way right now? So to keep them motivated as far as working out, any of my clients know I got them, uh, I got crazy ass Workouts. I literally come up with my workouts on the spot because it's like, all right, we working on legs. I know your goal. For me, I'm just that person anyway. So to keep them motivated, uh, yeah, I just remind them of their goals and like, what is your why? Why are you doing this? Like, if you if you doing it to look good, well, goddamn it, then we doing it to look good on this beach in 30 days, 60, 60 whenever, whenever. This your goal. So when you on the beach and you not. You can't be mad at nobody but your damn self. Yeah. As far as just bigger women that's frustrated with losing weight, that's where it is more of a... I ain't going to say touch and go because I still say what I want, but it's more of a you got to meet them where they at. So now you depressed because you feel like ain't nobody attracted to you because you've gained all this weight, and now it hurt to work out. So now you ain't seeing the results in two weeks because you already, like you hurt. So just to keep them motivated, I'm just like, like, what is your alternative? From here, what is your alternative? Man, like, you sound just like me, but when I talk like that, people <laughs> call me an asshole. They call me, I mean, but I say it in a love, like it really comes from a place of like, bro, you ain't got no other choice. Like, <laughs> All right, so how you feel about fat shaming? I mean, I'm... Yeah. I mean I don't I don't I don't like it. I don't I think 
you as a person anyway, like, what the fuck that got to do with you? Yeah. That ain't got shit to do. What is that? Is it affecting your life in a personal way? If not, that shit ain't got nothing to do with you. But at the same time, it's, it's like, no, nah, that's 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 how I feel. Like I don't put it put any anything else a person does on on how a person responds. So if a woman, a big woman, tells you that may hurt her feelings, or you can't tell her how to respond to the bullshit you talking about, like yeah. my fat ain't got shit to do with you. <laughs> like, <laughs> legit, like I I don't know. So yeah, yeah, I think I think if you do fat shame somebody, of course you're an asshole because it. Like you said, it ain't got nothing to do with Literally. them. But also, oh, on yes. the other hand, Here we go. <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of crazy. People come up with these weird ass terms for shit. Like if if you say something about somebody somebody that's overweight and you and you know you're just speaking on it from a health standpoint, yeah. and you call that fat shaming, that shit's just weird to me. Oh no! Now now that I feel like. They're making excuses, but I mean, so people take things certain ways. Yeah. So I think it's more of intent. Like with Charlemagne, Charlemagne is like one of my favorite people to listen to. Just I hate that nigga now. You hate him? Why? Oh jeez. I like Charlemagne. I think um I think he's turned into a bitch ass nigga. When that nigga, when that nigga got on the radio, and I'm passionate about this topic. Okay. When that nigga got on the radio, and that nigga said, "It's 2019, y'all still calling women bitches." I was like, "That was the last oh, straw. What that was the last mean? straw with me." Now, I was like, now, "Bruh." I I ain't gonna say a bitch ass nigga, but PC Charlemagne. He may really feel that way because he he's evolved. You can see the maturity. He may really feel that way. But let me tell you but what I, happened with Charlemagne. Okay. Because I've been following him for the longest time. Yeah. Like he used to he used to have me rolling when he used to sniff goddamn J Lo seat when she left the Breakfast Club. Yeah, like he's crazy. that's the Charlemagne I used to love. Okay. Okay. So Charlemagne, like when he started having a high level of fame, um, he didn't really change that much. He changed a little bit. You're supposed to change. Yeah. I liked his change. Yeah. The big change that I seen though was when he um was when he had that issue on his podcast where he was talking about, about the rape. Yeah, about yeah. rape with his wife. And um they okay. they stopped doing the podcast for a couple weeks. They yeah. came back. Yeah. That shit was like night and day. Motherfuckers talking about Gucci Mane is a clone. Nah, Charlemagne ass a clone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, but for real though, like it's like night and day. It's Charlemagne before that situation and Charlemagne now. I mean, I can I can see what you mean or what you're referring to. The nigga got a publicist and all kind of shit now. Like it's fucking crazy. At a certain level though. But you still gotta be yourself. You still gotta be yourself. And we talked I, about that before we start recording because I fell into that. And I actually recently had somebody come up to me at a bar. This nigga ain't never met me a day in his life. Nigga was talking like he knew me. And I was just they, like, I was just like, oh, okay, with the woo. And then like he was getting on my nerves. So eventually, like when he started saying crazy shit, I was like, bro, I'm gonna be honest, though. I ain't saying nothing the whole time you talking, but you don't really know me. But one thing he said that was real, he was like, I can just tell when you're not being yourself, man. Yeah. Like he was right about that shit. That's real. Like, uh, you can you can tell when people are, are putting on a facade or even just by the words they choose. Yeah. Uh, I listen more intently to people's words than what the fuck they do or what they say they're going to do. Like, 
Now I'm listening to how you say the words that you using or you putting in place like, yeah, I'm a 100% real niggas. Real niggas ain't got to say that shit. I hate when niggas say that shit. Too. Like, as a grown, I feel like if you over 25, why are you even referring to yourself as a real nigga? Like, what is a real nigga? Like, yeah. what, as far as if it's on some street shit, then it's just like, okay, you're not mature enough to to not be in the street. But like, you know, I, a lot of people got those personas though, and they and they don't know how or when to break those personas. I hate personas. Period. Personas are stupid. Yeah. Like, what is a what is that? Like, that means you're feeding it into some. You're feeding it into a certain thing, but. At a certain point, you literally have no choice but to be yourself. Like, yeah. this shit just, it's innate. It's going to come out. Like, so I think, especially when I'm going into talking to guys, I'm just like, look, bro, listen, I am not the girliest of girls. I am not, like, <laughs> I might be your nigga. Like, <laughs> I'm cool. I'm laid back. But, like, my the first date with me for anybody is just like, look, sir, I have a lot of perspectives about this world. And some of them you may not agree with. Like, all right, all right. First date, first date scenario. First date scenario. First date. You're on a date. Okay. You uh, he said he wants to take you out to get something to eat. Okay. It's like Saturday night. It's okay. college. It's college uh game night. Mm-hmm. He takes you out to a wing spot. Do you okay. go in on the wings or do you be cute and eat the wings like like you <laughs> like you don't know how to eat? <laughs> uh. Nah, I'm gonna be me. Like, I gotta. You gonna fuck the wings up, have ranch all over your face like, and everything? <laughs> I ain't gonna have ranch all over my face. That ain't me, but. Nah, I'm gonna fuck them up. I need you to know that. First of all, you can look at me until I eat. So, sir, like, all that cute shit, we can, we can say that for later. But right now. Don't you think that shit weird when uh, girls go on, on, on dates and try to be cute, like, try to like pick at the don't food? don't eat like that. Like, he's not gonna. If it goes further. He going to see you eat. Like, nah. You going to know how I eat. I don't know. So, I just, I just believe in... I believe that you being yourself gives people an option. It gives option to be like, oh, I fuck with her. Like, I like her. Or you can be like, oh, I don't fuck with her. It, yeah. it really gives them, like... It, it negates a lot of bullshit. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't really have time to bullshit. I think... The one thing I think for this year that I've learned or I've learned to value is my time. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I just had to tell one of my clients about that the other day as far as like, it's not necessarily like if they show up late for a session, you get whatever time is left. But it's still the fact of if you showing up late, you taking my, like you taking up my time. I can make more money. I can't get my time. Man, back. I say that all the time. I can't get my damn time. Most people, them. most people don't even give a fuck about their own time. So you know exactly. they don't care about your time. But you have to make them respect that. That's true. I don't give a damn what you do on yours. Like within, from this 11 to 12, you on my time. You incorporate me. And outside of that, you're not incorporating <laughs> me in your life. I don't give a damn what you do. You yeah. can be late to all your damn meetings. But Dilson, I need you to be on time. And it's hard. Not, it's hard dealing with that shit though. It's, it a, it's a difficult thing. It's not for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, I appreciate you doing the podcast with this me. Cool. This was it's yeah. This was this like was interesting. It. We got to do this again though. We definitely will. I'm down. Yeah, I'm gonna have some um some more uh fat shaming questions for you. Oh geez. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna get me in trouble? Like, what nah. are you supposed to stand up for? <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, the first the first female I had on my podcast too, it was funny because a lot of females hit me up and was like, "You ain't had no girl on your podcast. You need to have a female on your podcast." Yeah. And then, so I had a female on the podcast, and then they started hitting me up like, no, nah, nah, I, don't, I don't like her. She ain't stand up for us. Every time you said the word bitch, she was supposed to say something. I was like, bro, that's not how shit go, dog. Yeah. Nah, I think everything, <laughs> it comes down to intent. Like, you're not a, a, a guy that, that has malice. Like, you're yeah. cool. cool. And then a lot of people, they don't know, like, when you meet me in person. Yeah. I'm not what you think I am because you hear me on the True, podcast. True, because I did not know how this was going to go. I was just like, oh. Yeah, see, you gotta, you gotta, you yeah. know, you gotta uh, be open minded and hope for the best. I ain't as bad as people make me out to be. All I know I'm the good guy. Just you, all niggas that say I'm the good guy <laughs> ain't no type of good guy. Man, I'm the good guy. But yeah, this is another episode of Sit Down with Slim, man. Make sure y'all follow her on uh, IG, even though she says she don't, she don't rock with the social media. I be on there now. I be posting my pictures because y'all need to see what it is. Like, <laughs> but it's at Thick Fit by underscore Coach Q. Yeah, and we out. Peace out.